John Campbell's series on young offenders called Tough Love, which is running during One News, couldn't be more timely, given the agonising over what to do and how to deal with offenders as young as 10 years old. In the series, we've seen Craig Clark from the County's Monaco Police and Jane King from Oranga Tamariki. And they realise that many of the young people that come to their attention come from homes where police and Oranga Tamariki are not welcome. They're not trusted. They're not welcome in the door. It's a blanket rejection of anything they have to offer. So between them, they began to assemble a team from within the community, from South Auckland. And the result was Kotahite Fakaro, think as one. So they take local resources, local staff, local NGOs, local understanding, and use them to get entry into the homes where these young offenders are. So every morning this group meets to review all suspected youth crimes in their area overnight. So this is every single day. There are eight groups who are part of this particular organisation. Reconnect Family Services, which is an NGO, other local iwi, police, Oranga Tamariki, Counties Manukau Health, the Ministry of Education, Kaingora, and the Ministry of Social Development. And they get together and they discuss who the best people are to approach that particular family. So it's individual by individual. There's a tailored response for each child. And they are children. They're between 10 and 13, although under the new package just announced, they go out to 17 now. So 10 to 13, and they try and work out who will get the best response from each individual family. And that's just the sort of initiative that the government is going to be funding in its latest attempt to break the cycle of youth offending. $2 million spread across four regions, Auckland, Waikato, Northland and Bay of Plenty, to fund locally-led solutions to reduce youth crime. Poor old Christchurch, Canterbury's missing out. I would have thought they had their fair share of problems, but nonetheless. So they're going to look for unique community approaches using all sorts of different agencies to try and get a response. Now, I know that there is a call to lock these kids up and throw away the key, and I get that. But if it works and it appears that Kotahi Tefakaro does, then surely what works should be what's funded. Intuitively, you would think this would be the right approach, to have a multi-agency come up with a unique plan for each family, because each family will be different. The reasons for offending will be different. The reasons why the kids do it. So the new approach will see the multi-agency workforce become involved in the lives of young offenders within 24 hours of them being identified. And then a plan for the offender and the family will be mapped out within 48 hours. Now, it's working so far with Kotahi Te Whakaro. In four months, only 13 of the 52 kids, the 10 to 13-year-olds, had re-offended. So, I mean, that's still 13 who have re-offended, but it's damn near 40 who haven't. Six had been supported back into education. Only 19 of the 52 had been in education to start with. That's 10 to 13-year-olds. And that worries me. That still leaves 27 of them not being educated. Hopefully it's a work in progress and, and 
the group is working on getting them back in because what the hell is a 10 to 13 year old going to do all day every day if they're not in school, not in some form of training. So this is the latest approach, uh, taking what works at ground level at the community, giving extra funding, extending the age range that the agencies will work with and trying to replicate it as best they can around the country. I'm all good with that. If we're, if we're going to stop kids from offending and reoffending, if you can intervene right now, and in a number of the cases that uh, John Campbell was looking at, or he sat in on the meeting where they were looking at it, this is before they've done the ram raids. You know, this is where you've got a 12-year-old stealing a car, and generally, according to the report, the kids will steal cars first, then they will ram raid. So they're intervening, trying to stop them before they do too much damage. You know, if they have committed a violent crime, then that approach doesn't work. This is this is when they're trying to intervene before they get to that next level of offending. So $2 million is nothing, absolutely nothing. And it's the sort of wraparound services that people have been talking about for years and years and years and have been attempting for years and years and years, and which can work. So at this stage, I'd say go for it. Extend the funding, extend it around the country. If you've got the sort of stats, at least these local people keep track of statistics, so you can say yes, okay, this is this is working. This approach is working, and we've seen that from locally. You know, when you look at uh, Wairua, where you've also got local initiatives working at getting kids back into school, helping helping kids into work or into training, trying to prevent them from joining gangs and getting into a life of crime, and where you've got local initiatives that are working. Show them the money. They can show you that they're working. Give them the funding they need to continue. I know there's a call to lock them up and throw away the key. I get that. And for serious offenders, sure. But at this stage, I think this is absolutely the best approach and the numbers would seem to indicate that it is.